Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing podcast. This is April McKnight here with you today. They say it takes a village, especially for single moms. Let's do this together. Our choices matter, living a life of our own design. Sweet mama, your life has been a series of twists and turns, ups and downs, and roundabouts has landed you right where you're at today. If I told you that where you are today is based on a series of choices that you've made in your life up until now, what would you say? How would you feel? Would you feel bad, sad, empowered? Would you find yourself wishing that it was different or that you'd made different choices along the way? Would you find yourself thinking that your life is how it is today because of someone else, because of circumstances, because of things out of your control? There is truth in things that do happen in our lives. Our lives are a constant, ever-changing flow of things happening. However, here's where there is immense power, and it can be both terrifying and exhilarating depending on how you look at it. Our choices matter. Every single one. The good ones, the bad ones, the ugly ones. They are all a function of what your life looks like today. Think about your life as a quilt, and each patch on your quilt represents an experience, a time in your life. Each one of these patches exists there because of the choices you made. In this lesson, you're going to learn more about the power of choice in your life, how to take responsibility for how your life has gone up to this point, how you can grow from the choices you've made, and how to make more powerful, conscious choices in your life. This is an incredible, powerful lesson. There'll be options for journaling along the way, and we invite you to give yourself permission for whatever may come up for you as you complete it. You are growing just by being here, and we honor the path to which you arrived here and know that this will help to serve your heart and your family on your path ahead. The power of choice. Most of us walk around in life with the view that things are happening to us, we're victims of our circumstances left to be swished around in the ocean of life and hoping that we don't get too banged up along the way. There's nothing wrong with this way of viewing life. However, there is immense power in getting that we are actually greatly responsible for how our life goes as a result of the choices we make. Every day, we make tons of choices, some big and some small. Life is full of choices. We make them every day, some minor, some major. Are you going to get up and go to work or skip it? Are you going to eat breakfast or skip it? Do you take the highway to work or through the town traffic? Repeating that sentence, what do you pack in the lunch for your kids? Do you get fast food or eat healthy? Do you stay in a relationship you're unhappy in or leave? Do you uproot your children and move out of state to be closer to family or do you stay put? Each choice we make has an impact or consequence. Sometimes consequences can make a negative connotation. So looking at it from a place of impact, meaning what is the effect on someone or something? The impact can be positive or negative. Let's look at an example from up above and the impacts associated with it. Are you going to get up and go to work or skip it? If you go to work, the impact is that you do your job. You get paid for your work that day. You do what you need to do. You support your family. You honor what you said you were going to do. If you stay home and don't go to work, depending on the situation, you could endanger your job. You won't earn money for the day, 
and you may feel bad about yourself and the choice you made. If you feel bad about yourself, then the rest of the choices you make for that day may not be your best either. This is a critical component to understanding the power of choice in your life. Each time you choose something or don't, it is part of the building blocks of you and your character, your relationship to yourself and your personal integrity. Looking at the choices we make are a reflection of our character. If you continuously make choices that are not in your highest or best, where the impact is negative, or doesn't serve you and your family, you'll get used to that pattern and your life will be a reflection of those choices. This can feel like such a heavy burden to take responsibility for, that you truly are responsible for how your life goes as a function of the choices you make on a daily basis. And this is where true freedom is. How to take responsibility for how your life has gone up to this point. Being willing to own the choices you've made in your life up until now is the key to being able to choose differently moving forward and to creating a life of your own design for you and your family. So how do we take responsibility for how our life has gone up to this point? It's important to first understand that it's very common to want to blame and point the finger at others for how our life turned out or for the choices you've made. I'm this way because of my mother. I grew up poor and don't know how to handle my finances because of it. My mother was in bad relationship, so that's all I know. None of us get out of our family origin unscathed. That's a quote by Kelly Patton, licensed mental health counselor. Let's dig a little deeper here. Here are a few of the common ways we blame others, circumstances, etc. for how our lives have gone. Family background or parental upbringing. It's true that how we were raised and the things that happened to us can have an impact on how we are today and how we show up in life. Let's say you had a rough relationship with your mother growing up. You never felt like anything was good enough for her and were always seeking her approval. Today, that may make its way into your relationships. It may impact your parenting because it's what you've known and how you were programmed. You may find that you aren't as freed up in your parenting as that you'd like to be because you're stuck in these all-too-familiar patterns allowing yourself to be defined by your upbringing. Educational experience. Many of us have made judgment calls about ourselves for how far we've made it through school. We may think that we only go so far in life because of our limited education or that we're not good enough to go any further. We've made a choice to believe these negative thoughts about ourselves and limit our potential by doing so. Genes or physical attributes. How many times have you felt like the way you looked stopped you from having the life you wanted? Or if you were prettier, skinnier, shorter, etc., you'd have more opportunities. There's a lot tied up for us women in how we appear, how we dress. Often it can limit our belief that anything else is possible. Luck. What about just plain luck? Ever been around someone who for them it just seems like life works? Things always fall into place for them and they don't have to work real hard to get what they want? Have you ever heard yourself say something like, well, I'm just not that lucky? It's true that all of these factors and more can play into who we are today and the choices we've made so far. However, from a young age, we begin to learn the power of our choices and see the ramifications of those choices and how they impact our lives. When we give power to the things that have happened in the past, when we blame someone else, or when something else for how our life has and is going, those things will always run the show. We'll be bogged down by old beliefs, limited thinking, and the past. And here's the truth bomb. 
Blaming others, our circumstances, and our past for how our life has gone gets us off the hook in terms of being responsible for our own lives. Take responsibility for your life today, right now. The opportunity is to stop blaming your mother, your upbringing, where you lived, your former partner, the size of your nose, and start making choices that are consistent with where you want to be in life. This is the key to living a life by design, one that you are lit up by and love. This is, and of itself, is a choice. It's one that you don't make once. You make it over and over and over again. When those negative thoughts show up, those views and beliefs and things you think are true about you from the past start to make their way into your thoughts, you have a choice. Do you honor and believe the past, the old, the known, or do you choose something else? For some of us, our past may be full of things that leave us with healing to do. It's important to seek support and guidance to work through those things and to know that healing your past can take time. You don't have to be healed in order to be able to make choices now from a new place. When you make the choice to let go of the past and not let it run the show, that in and of itself creates space for new possibilities. How our values can help guide our choices. In order to choose something else, it's helpful to have a set of values or guideposts to help you map your choices too. Values, as Brene Brown says, are like our guideposts in life, our lanterns that help light the way for us on our path. You may know what some of your values are in life, to be kind, to show love. You may value teamwork immensely. Here's a journal prompt. Write down what your values are. Use the list below to spark some inspiration to identify values that you now want to use to help guide your life from here on out. Accountability, achievement, adaptability, adventure, ambition, authenticity, balance, beauty, being the best, belonging, career, caring, collaboration, commitment, community, compassion, competence, confidence, connection, contentment, contribution, cooperation, courage, creativity, curiosity, dignity, diversity, environment, efficiency, equality, ethics, excellence, fairness, faith, family, financial stability, forgiveness, freedom, friendship, fun, future generations, generosity, giving back, grace, gratitude, growth, harmony, health, home, honesty, hope, humility, humor, inclusion, independence, initiative, integrity, intuition, job security, joy, justice, kindness, knowledge, leadership, learning, legacy, leisure, love, loyalty, making a difference, nature, openness, optimism, order, parenting, patience, patriotism, peace, perseverance, personal, fulfillment, power, pride, recognition, reliability, resourcefulness, respect, responsibility, risk, taking safely, security, self-discipline, self-expression, self-respect, serenity, service, simplicity, spirituality, sportsmanship, 
stewardship, success, teamwork, thrift time, tradition, travel, truth, trust, understanding, uniqueness, usefulness, vision, vulnerability, wealth, well-being, wholeheartedness, and wisdom. When you are present to your values, you can start to look at the choices that you get to make in your life and ask yourself, is this choice consistent with my values? Here's an example. One of your values is to be loving and kind, especially with your children. Your kiddo has asked for the umpteenth time for another snack before dinner. You've explained that he's had his snack and that it's too close to dinner for any more. You've started to lose patience, which is normal, and you may feel yourself getting close to that point of eruption. You have a choice in this moment. You can lose your cool, or you can stop and take a breath, or five, and you can calmly let him know that you understand that he's hungry and dinner will be served soon, that you're doing the best you can to get it ready, give him a hug, and move on. The latter choice will most likely leave you and your son feeling better. You won't have that yucky feeling inside that happens after losing your temper, and you'll have made a choice to respond that was consistent with your values. There is so much power in that moment. And in terms of helping to create the building blocks of your character and your relationship with your kiddo, the growth that exists from our choices, the good, the bad, and the ugly. In the Essential Life's lesson, Finding a New Normal, we talk about how grief, fear, doubt, and negative thoughts may show up on the path to creating your new normal. Choosing to be totally responsible for how your life has gone up to this point is a new normal. It's a practice. Use the skills of faith, trust, and self-compassion that you've learned in the lesson to help guide you here as well. There is a tremendous opportunity to grow and learn from the choices we've made. As we mentioned above, our lives are a patchwork quilt of experiences as a result of the choices we've made. We wouldn't be who we are today if it weren't for them. Let's first start by taking an inventory of some of the life choices you've made. Look at areas of your life like in your relationships, work, with your children, your health, etc. Chances are you already have some coming to mind. Let's be honest. We've all made choices that we might view as the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's important to try and keep this light, right? We're all doing the best we can. Journal prompt. Write a list of life choices in your journal, choices that come to mind that fit in each of these categories. The good, bad, and ugly. You may find that you have more in one category than another, and that's okay. Remember, this is about learning from them, not making ourselves feel bad. What we're going to do now is look at where you were in your life and what drove those choices or motivated you to make those choices. If you really sit with each of these choices you've identified, ask yourself these questions. How were you feeling when you made that choice? Were you anxious? Grounded? Feeling stuck or pressured? Were you afraid? Did you rush to make the choice or did you take your time? Looking back, did your heart or your gut tell you to make that choice or a different one? What were some of the considerations or thoughts you had about the choice? How did you feel after you made the choice? Did the choice feel right to you or off? When did you notice? As a woman, we're gifted with the beauty and grace of our intuition. And often we look back at our choices we've made, we can remember if something felt off or if we were stepped over, something like the voice inside telling you to wait, slow down, consider something else. 
We can also identify the place of power from which we've made choices before when they just rung so true there was nothing else to do but that, where we knew in our hearts and in our bones that we had done the right thing. What we are cultivating by learning to identify what's driving our choices is an ability to trust ourselves and to listen to that ever-present knowingness of what is best for ourselves and our families. And sometimes we have to fall so far off the rails and hit bottom in order to access that within ourselves. In fact, we usually learn how to make better choices as a result of the ones that weren't so great. Turning into that inner knowingness and mapping our choices against our values helps to set the stage for making better choices, leading to a more empowered view of ourselves and creating a better life for ourselves and our families. Being grateful. It's probably pretty easy to be grateful and to celebrate the good choices we've made in life. It may seem weird or counterintuitive at first to be grateful for the bad or the ugly choices we've made in the past. But again, keeping with what we know to be true above, what we learn so much from them, we can actually cultivate gratitude and thanks for the hard times because it's what led you here today. Gratitude can help us accept the choices we've made and the opportunity for learning, growth, acceptance, and new beginnings. Here's another journal prompt. Look at the choices you've listed in your journal. See if you can find something to be grateful for in each one. It may take some time, but truly look to see the gifts associated with them. Learning to make powerful, conscious choices. Before we dive into how to make more powerful and conscious choices, let's do a quick check-in. How are you feeling about what you've learned in this lesson? Here's a journal prompt. Write what's coming up for you as a result of doing the work in this lesson. And remember, taking responsibility for your life is a bold and powerful choice, and you choose it over and over again. And it takes practice. You deserve to have a life you love and a life by your own design. You can do this. Here are nine ways that you can learn to make more powerful, conscious choices. Number one, check in with how you're feeling. Do you feel rushed to make the choice? Do you have time to think about it and listen to what's true for you? Are you in fear, doubt, worry, negativity? If so, give yourself permission to get grounded before making any decisions. Number two, consider your values. Is your choice consistent with your value system? Number three, know what your priorities and goals are. Similarly to your values, does the choice you're making support your long-term goals? Sometimes we can be more focused on the short-term goals, and it can cause us to make decisions consistent with those, but not the end game. Number four, practice clearing your mind. Though it may be tough to get some quiet time, try and find it. Even if you start out with just five minutes a day, sit, be, listen, and notice. Try to observe. See if you can get a walk in and listen to the birds the wind rustling through the trees, notice your thoughts without engaging them. Number five, practice listening to your intuition, your gut, your heart. We spend so much of our daily lives in our heads and we become unable to identify our own gut instinct. When you find yourself rationalizing, overthinking, or your mind is spinning, you are caught in your own mind. Schedule some quiet time when you can to tune into your intuition. Pray and listen. Think about the choice you need to make and start to notice the immediate reactions you experience, whether you pull away, get excited, or feel fear, and question what that means for you. Is it telling you something is a great opportunity, 
even if it makes you a little scared or that something feels off or out of balance. Number six, strengthen your decision-making skills with the small things. Try not to agonize over the little things and practice going with the first thing you decide. See how it goes. You'll start to build confidence in yourself that will help with the bigger things. Number seven, trust yourself in God. Know that you are on the perfect path, meant to be exactly where you are. Trust yourself to make better choices starting now that God has your back. Number eight, look at what is best for you and your family right now. It's so easy to get caught up in the future, isn't it? Use what you know now to make the right choice for you and your family. If you get more information down the road, you can revisit your choice and choose again. That's the beauty of this. You are learning to trust yourself and the process and can course correct when necessary. And number nine, make your choice and let it go. Let go of the paths and the choices not taken. Let go of the what ifs. Make the most of the choices you make and know that there is a reason you chose it. Be confident in yourself. Live a life of your design. Oh, mama, we are here to live lives that we love, to enjoy ourselves, to grow, and to thrive. Let this lesson lift you up and encourage you in creating a life you love. Know that your choices up to this point have all been what they were, driven by whatever tools, past experience, etc. that you've had up until now. And today is the first day of the rest of your life. You get to make choices that are consistent with who you are today, your goals, your values, and your dreams. Every choice matters. Give yourself permission to make them from a place of power, knowing that your best life lies ahead. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. If you enjoyed our podcast, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you want to take the quiz and be on track to earn your certificate, please check out sv-university.org. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.